This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. I'm Robin Hilton from NPR Music. I'm here with contributor Serena Turos. Hey. WBGO's Nicole Sweeney. Hey, everybody. And from Radio Milwaukee, Tariq Moody. Hey, y'all. It's New Music Friday, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best releases out now on July 14th. We all put our heads together and go through a, a great big pile of music and pick the ones we think everyone should check out. This week, that includes a new album from Pale Hound. We've also got new ones from Alana Springsteen. The rapper Jay Huss has a new record out today. But we're starting off with Cool in the Gang, for real, Cool in the Gang. They're back and uh, ready to party with their new album, People Just Want to Have Fun. This is the song, Go Get It. where that song remind me of a little bit. Chromio has a very Chromio mm-hmm. feel by it. But anyway, Cool and the Gang, I feel like they're going back to their catalog and giving and trying to give it a little more modern take on what they're trying to do, trying to introduce their sound to a new generation. But to me, when I listen to this whole album, it's like going back to my family union in Haynesville, Alabama for my, my parents, see my grandparents, my uncles dancing, barbecuing. So this is like a black family union album for me. Yeah, that's one thing about this album is that it is hard to keep still no matter what. You know, I think sometimes when you have a group like this, they might leave out a certain generation of folks. But Cool and the Gang is just kind of inviting everybody to this party. Yeah, I was thinking like some of the tracks do remind me of some of their early hits. Like Go Get It kind of has that spirit of get down on it. Um, And then there's tracks like... Yeah, and there's tracks like Let's Party, the vocal effects kind of kind of remind me a little of that Daft Punk, Nile Rodgers kind of era. But a lot of it really flows between that late 70s and 80s R&B funk kind of era throughout this whole album but then there's of course near the end there's like slower jams like that's what I love about you
That's the jam that my uncles and aunts would be like, you know. Oh, yeah. Dancing to with a little beer in their hands or something. My parents would truly, truly love this record, I think. I, you know, to be totally honest, I, I was largely skeptical going into it just because I, I always wonder, I mean, this band's been around 60 years. They're going to celebrate their 60th anniversary next year. And you wonder, I mean, how much gas can be left in the tank, right? You know, especially with a sound that has been so indelibly tied to the, the spirit of being young and free and hitting the dance floor, you know. And to your point, Nicole, it does sound to me like they're trying to sort of update their sound a little bit or maybe sound more contemporary. I don't know. How does is it work for you? I don't know. You know, for me, Cool and the Gang, when people hear that name, it brings them back to a time to, I mean, a particular home, a specific party. This was different for me. It was a different sound. People like me that are expecting get down on it in celebration, I think that's not that sound, but you're still going to get a little bit of the horns. I love to hear that live instrumentation that I think we do uh, expect from Cool and the Gang. I just do want to highlight, there was one track that brought a little bit of that gritty funk that I like, but it was kind of the background on the track My Weakness. It really had the James Brown vibe. You listen to that in the background, you're like, whoa, I kind of wish that was more in the forefront on that track. Yeah. I mean, the stuff I think a lot of people love about Cool and Gang in the past, it was funky, sweaty, grittier. And the only thing I wish was a little more of that throughout the album. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. We're in a bit of a disco revival in terms of what's going on in the pop charts and like Lizzo, Doja Cat, Victoria Monet to some extent. But it is kind of like what Tariq is saying. A lot of that sound is a little high gloss and not as, mm-hmm. as funky and gritty. And so I do see how this fits in if they're going super contemporary. But the grit is what makes it good, so... Yeah, that was a perfect word, high-gloss. And when you said it, it really it struck something with me. It was too polished, almost. There's certain aspects that are too polished. And as we've been saying, cooling the gang and that grit, yeah, more of it. I mean, I, and again, I see this as uh, more of a, just a, a party album. As I said before, it's like a family union album. All right, Cool in the Gang, back with the album. People just want to have fun. That's out now on July 14th. There's also an incredible new EP out today from Alana Springsteen. It's called 20-something, Figuring It Out. This is the opening and title cut. Leave your clothes in the dryer. Can't put air in your tires. Throw your life in the backseat. You barely sleep and you don't eat. Try to fit in circles, you run it. Something we drink a little bit too much, and we're falling in and out of loving. Everybody says we're legal, but we know that we can't be trusted. The candles on the cake say we're growing up, we're staying out late, and we're throwing up. We know it all and don't know nothing. That's 20 something. Compare yourself to the friends that pass you Scared to say that the future scares you You wanna run but you don't know where to Your heart is just a bag you're punching 
Alana Springsteen, no relation to Bruce, is a 22-year-old from Virginia Beach, and she is a new up-and-comer on Sony Nashville, and creates this really great sort of like commercial country that has these acidic bursts of feeling and also like mm. gentle, beautiful confessions like on this song where there's so much intimate detail and, and vulnerability in it. And it is so relatable. We were joking about leaving your clothes in the dryer. I mean, who Can't among us? Can't put air is... in your tire. <laughs> yeah. This is like, yep, that's it right there. And I love the way that the standard mode now of commercial country is kind of to subvert the tropes of the genre. And I feel like she's so good at this. I just think she's also so funny, so clever. And it sounds like she had a lot of fun writing these songs, which I think really comes through clearly. I was immediately blown away by the CP. And and I mean, 100% didn't know what to expect. But wow, I mean... I don't know that I've ever heard a 20-something artist, or anyone really, articulate those kinds of universal truths quite the way that she does. You know, with just such a razor-sharp eye for detail, and picking the details that really hit you the most. And her reflections on that, on this time, you know, she doesn't just talk about it on the, on the title cut. It's all over this record. There's yes. a song called Chameleon. And she just talks so beautifully about how you really don't know who you are when you're in your 20s. You're, you're trying to figure it out. And how so many people end up just assuming the identity of whoever or whatever else were around at oh, that boy. time, right? You know, and often without even questioning it. Without even knowing it. Whether it's your best friend, the new best friend at work, and in your 20s, I mean, aren't you getting a new job just about every year? So you got a new best friend, you take on their <laughs> identity, the identity of your lover, and so you, you are taking on these identities until you do get to a point where you know who you are. But boy, those 20s... You go through it and you go through it again through the music. But it's it's funny. It doesn't really make you feel bad. It's just it actually makes you feel good about those horrible decisions. Yeah. It's like, we, OK, I guess we all I'm OK. Yeah, right? yeah. No, it's, it's all right, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I and, think there was a lot of like warm nostalgia for this age, even as she's writing through it which is kind of like my own experience of being in my 20s is, you know, recognizing that this is a really tough period of your life, but also you're aware that it's like slipping through your fingers as it happens. And, you know, you're already nostalgic for your teenage years, even though they weren't that far away, but sometimes they feel really far away. Right. And, you know, I love how she tackles this in the song When We Were Friends. You swear each other's sneakers get drunk behind the bleachers Raise some hell, but we always say thinking back of, you know, wondering what people are up to these days and you know, feeling this fondness for people who are, are out of your life, even though they, they helped shape you into the person you are now. Here's the thing that really struck me, though. While Alana Springsteen is living through all of, all of this and while she's admitting to her fears and her uncertainty and, 
in life and doubts and confusion and, and everything that everyone experiences at that time, she's actually showing more wisdom, right. you know, and just a real gift for reflection and a deep understanding of it all than many people are, are ever lucky to, to find in an entire lifetime. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, in, in Chameleon, she mentions a hypocrite to fit the mood. And it's like, we don't ever really want to call ourselves a hypocrite. But when, you know, you think about it, we've all kind of been to fit a certain mood and not being our true authentic selves. And again, that's something that you go through, you know, in your 20s and maybe even to this day. But the way she writes about it is just so cool and clever. And it's she ties it into just all walks of life. Well, one thing's very clear after listening to this record, and that is that she has done a lot of barfing <laughs> from drinking too much. In our she 20s. references it several times <laughs> on this record. All right, Alana Springsteen, her really wonderful new EP is called 20-something, Figuring It Out. Uh, it's the second installment of three EPs that will eventually make up her full-length debut album this year. All right, another album out today that we're all loving is from the singer Mahalia. It's called IRL, This Is The Song In My Head. Could it have been painless? It's a question I think about all the time. Yeah. Still I don't know what I was thinking, no. When I let you into my life. But I did it anyway I couldn't say the words to your face So I wrote them down instead I wanna remember it as it was And forget about what it's been Yeah And keep that memory inside of my head I wanna leave it alone But I don't know if I can If only you were never done wrong You could always be No disrespect to my fellow American R&B artist, Mahalia is continuing this uh, amazing UK, whatever there's in the water over there. She really, on this album, blends eras of R&B into one album. I hear 80s, I hear 90s, I hear 2000s, I hear Eric Badu, I hear Corinne Bailey Ray, I hear Amy Winehouse, I hear Jill Scott, I hear Indy Ari, all through this album. And it's R&B that you don't really hear on the American side of the charts. And the UK, I don't know what it is. Again, this project is really, it's probably one of my favorite R&B albums of the year so far. Yeah. She took me back to just some 90s hip hop and R&B, some great feel-good music. And one of my absolute favorites was the song Ready. From now on I know I can take what comes my way And nobody can take that from me I'm listening to my own voice only only oh over time people gonna try come and take my place but nobody can take that from me because i give you the music your song is oh yeah she mentions celebrating her wins. This album is about not even just celebrating the winds of life, but the winds of love, which I think is so cool. I think we listen to a lot of music that kind of throws up the middle finger to love, and I get that. But Mahalia, through this album, is celebrating it, and it's so refreshing. 
Yeah, she is in that lineage of this powerhouse vocalist who suffers no fools. I love that this album is so much about these no-nonsense love songs, like the right. song Terms and Conditions, where she's just right. so nonchalantly like laying down her demands. And she's so clever and funny and hooky. I loved the song, It's Not Me, It's You. She's like, you know, you hear that term? Like, it's it's not you, it's me. She's like, no, 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 it's all you. Yes, it's you, boy, I figured it out. All this time I beat around the bush, but now you're bringing it out of me. True, you really started every fight. Always in the right. You've used up all your lies. Let's set me free. I learned to see everything that she does particularly well i think comes together on that song you know there's just the cloud of harmonies or i don't know maybe it's sense actually that her voice is floating over and the production is really adventurous without being too overbearing and the lyrics like you say uh, it's just so funny you know like it's like she figured it out oh wait it's not me it's you. <laughs> That's right. It's you, right? And, you know, or on the song, What's Up? You know, where she yeah. says, uh, I'm out on bad behavior. Which is just this great little, simple little play on words that's so effective. Mahalia is the singer. Her new album is called IRL. We still got the the new Jay Huss album that we want to play for you, along with a new one from Pale Hound and more. But first, let's take a quick break. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This message is brought to you by Apple Pay. Fussing with plastic cards should be a thing of the past. Instead, pay the Apple way. Apple Pay is easy, secure, and built into iPhone. All you have to do is set it up. Just add a card in the Wallet app and you're good to go. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. You can't fully understand the moment we're living in without knowing where we've been. On every episode of NPR's Throughline, we go back in time to where it started. Like, really started. To answer one important question, how did we get here? Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. It's New Music Friday from NPR. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Serena Turos, Nicole Sweeney, and Tariq Moody. We're taking a spin through the best releases out now on July 14th, including a new one from the rapper Jay Huss. It's called Beautiful and Brutal Yard. This is the song, Who Told You? Who told you? 
told you bad man don't dance Who told you gangsters don't dance Even with a weapon my hip I dance Bad man take another sip and dance Two left feet don't trip and dance The girl want me I might give her a chance Give her a look she give me a glance You wore that tight dress just to enhance You like a bum bum Never seen you before where you come from You got a fat pump pum I got a long Johnson And I will never met you at random This must be destiny that's why you're next to me You feel like ecstasy This must be destiny, that's why you're next to me, you feel like ecstasy. Who told you bad man don't dance? Who told you gangsters don't dance? Even with a weapon, my hip I dance. Bad man take another sip and dance. Two left feet don't trip and dance. The girl want me, I might give her a chance. Give her a look, she give me a glance. She wore a tight dress just to enhance. Touch my forehead, chest, left shoulder. Jay Huss. He's known to be pioneering a genre called Afro Swing. Starting in the mid 2000s, mid 2010s, it's like dancehall, Afrobeats, trap, hip hop, R&B, and grime. And this album's full of this, and it has some amazing features like Drake on that track you just heard, Naira Marley, Nigerian artist, Georgia Smith, Burner Boy, who just made history, first African artist to sell an arena, Pop Can, Boss Spelling, others. Let's take what Afrobeat is doing now and pushing it forward. They blend genres effortlessly. Bim, bim, bim. I let the bunsam lick ya. He want to say when I saw him again. He's a rule shape shifter. Used to pray facing Kibla. I just chill in my sector. You know I'm Hannibal Lecter. Put that boy in his pampas. Us man, we're not rampers. You know, Tariq, I think a lot about how you're always going to bat for the scene and the way that you think people who can't get past the accent need to just grow up. And I thought that some of these songs, the accent to my American ears almost enhanced the, the delivery. Mm. That's so interesting you brought that up, Serena, because I thought that too. I, the differences should feel good. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I didn't know how to bring that up. I, I mean, I think a younger generation appreciates the accents. I mean, I think Little Sims and all the mm-hmm. UK rappers are getting good more point. love in America from the younger generation. I think the new generations are more open to it. Not to say there are people, older generation like myself or Robin that can appreciate it as well. <laughs> what? What are you I talking 50, about? I turned 50 in two and a half weeks, by the way. So. Wow. Oh. Happy early birthday. The water's, the water's wonderful. You've got nothing to, nothing to worry about. It looks mm-hmm. choppy over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> this whole world is fake. It's as real as you make it. I'm a star like David. Where'd you keep the bonsam? Don't misplace it. Let me bless it. Let me grace it. I ain't seen it in so long. I was feeling kind of jaded. Way too long. I've been naked. Way too long. I just waited. I want him bodied. Wasted. Ain't got no fear. I already faced it. Embraced it. Well, to y'all's point about how he might be received stateside, at the top of the year, Jay Huss said, uh, and this is a quote, he said, I'm coming for everything, That's right. which is kind of amazing. And, and he does sound like he's poised to really blow up stateside with this record. He's a much bigger deal uh, in his home than he is here. But I, I just can't listen to this album and not think that this would really, really connect with people. Oh, yeah. Jay Huss is the rapper coming for everything this year with his new album, Beautiful and Brutal Yard. Let's dig a bit into one more album before we do a quick lightning round uh, to wrap up this week's show. This is from Pale Hound. Pale Hound's album out today is called Eye on the Bat. This is the song, The Clutch. I didn't want to see that bloody hand on your stomach. That 
It's the kind of music when I hear, I think, I want to be in a band. Mm-hmm. I want to play live. I, I feel like when you start this. the air guitar, you're, it's too late. <laughs> Yesterday in the car, the kid said, Dad is such a good driver, he can air drum and drive at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we're all air drumming to that one over here. <laughs> but, oh, my uh, God. You know, I think L. Kempner, who plays as Pale Pound, this is their fourth record, and they're from the Boston DIY scene, and so they're known for this kind of, like, riff-heavy grunge rock, and this song, The Clutch, fits into that. But I do think on this album, it's a bit of an outlier. These are not headbangers so much as head nodders. They're a mm. bit more intricate. They're a bit lighter, but they're also kind of burnt at the edges. I feel like there's this yeah. great sense of unease that runs through a lot of these songs. And, you know, I was reading that L. Kempner wrote this album. They had to road trip home at the beginning of the pandemic when everything shut down. They were on tour. And I was imagining this just very eerie, apocalyptic drive home through the whole country. And it really helped put me in the headspace for this album because I feel like it's the kind of record you want to put on in the car at full volume with the windows down and just scream your head off to. You know, Serena, the way you described L. Kempner's music and this album, I thought was exactly the way I would describe the music of an artist we talked about last week, P.J. Harvey. Mm. And it feels like this music is very much in conversation with P.J. Harvey's sort of legacy, you know, strong storytelling and narratives. It's sometimes very twisted and dark, but also sometimes very beautiful and very funny and... You know, there's just that mix of very loud, distorted guitars and then this more shimmering, restrained poetry, which is sort of like how you said, Serena, you know, this isn't head banging, this is head nodding music. Like you listen to the song Head Like Soup. And just the cadence of L. Kempner's voice and this slightly detached quality, that is just something that ripples through this music. I love that because I, um, with an artist like PJ Harvey, who I'm not super familiar with, and I'm always kind of curious, like, what's their legacy? So it's really cool to see somebody I admire so much, like Pale Hound, fitting into that. One of my absolute favorite cuts on the album was My Evil. I waste time with it, pour wine with it, bake bread with it, give head with it, make lunch with it, make love with it, and share a skull with it. It's my evil. It's my evil. totally unexpected but then I was reading more about it that you know it's about heartbreak and being the heartbreaker not the heartbreaky right it's always easy to talk about that person that did this to you but what if you're the person who actually did it 
I read about how El Kempner said they wanted wanted this music to represent how they were feeling, very much in control and out of control at the same damn time. It's interesting you note that, Nicole, because I, I felt like El Kempner's voice and performances across this album are the most assured and confident that I've, I've ever heard oh, wow. in their work. Yeah, I felt this felt really plugged in, and it made me my favorite Hill Island record yet. All right, again, that's Pale Hound. The album is Eye on the Bat, just one of the releases out now on July 14th that we're loving. You will find a much longer list of great stuff out today in the description of this episode in your podcast feed, all the stuff that we couldn't get to. But before we wrap up this week's show, let's just take a minute to go around the table and flag some of our personal favorites. Tariq, we'll start with you. My pick is Havaya Mighty and the album Crying Crystals. Think about how I be making you weak, huh? When you be shaking your knees, huh? When you was level with me, you find alone, but you better with me. I got your back when you have a bad day. Hold it all in and you rent it to me. Tell you let go of your stress from the week. Touch you so I get it wetter for me. Not familiar with Havaya Mighty. She is a Juno and Polaris Prize winner. The project is 13 tracks and features uh, one of my fave artists, Chicago, Gene Doe, New Zealander, Jaspi, and others. And she is uh, one of the most diverse rappers out there right now. Nicole. My lightning round pick is Rita Ora's You and I. One of my favorites, just right off the back, is Praising You, which actually features Fat Boy Slim, who did the original Praise You. And I think there was a time where you had to hear this song, whether you wanted to or not. So I feel like we all kind of have a love thing for it. Throughout this album, she just seems like she wants to have fun. She calls it a diary, so we're really getting to go through these chapters of her life. But it's going to be a good time. It's a party. I've seen some videos, and she seems like that friend you just always want to have and hang out with on Friday night. So Rita Ora, you and I, my lightning round pick. Serena. My pick this week actually came out on July 7th. It was announced after we taped last week, but it's from one of my favorite artists right now, Raul Alejandro and his new album, Playa Eterno. Raul is this Puerto Rican reggaeton superstar who has really pushed the envelope in the last year. And he makes this dark, gritty reggaeton music that is electronic. It makes me think of like Venga Boys in space. It's so good. And here he is landing his space shuttle on a beach. And this album has a ton of guests, but it never really goes off the rails of his artistic vision. And I am going to be spending a lot of the summer with this one. Okay, and I just want to flag the new Tessa Violet album that's out today. Tessa Violet. It's called My God. When I take my picture, wanna kiss her, I'm like, damn. So Tessa Violet's got this pretty huge following on TikTok and YouTube. You know, she started off as a vlogger 
And um, she was originally known as Mika Kitty, Mika Kitty, and her music kind of fit the name. You know, it was a bit whimsical and cute. But man, on this album, uh, she gets bigger and bolder. She hits the dance floor on some of the tracks, you know, and there's still plenty of pop hooks. A great record, My God, from Tessa Violet. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. My thanks to Serena Turos, Nicole Sweeney, and Tariq Moody. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, as I mentioned, you can see a full list of everything that we talked about and played in the episode description for this podcast. You can also hear full versions of the songs in our expanded New Music Friday playlist. Just search for those in Apple Music and Spotify. You can follow all of our new music picks, tiny desks, artists' interviews, album reviews, and a whole bunch more in NPR Music's newsletter. Sign up for it at npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. There are election stories, and then there are the backstories. Every day on the Consider This podcast, we take a closer look at the biggest news story of the day and dig into the context behind the headlines. Get a better sense of what's happening and why it's happening in this election and across the nation. Listen to Consider This every day, wherever you get your podcasts.